0: Welcome to the Fantasy Football Genius, where winning isn't everything, it's the genius thing. Stay tuned if you want to crush your fantasy football goals. What's up, Fantasy Football Nation and the Genius Mob? Hey, my name's Chris. I'm your host today. Super excited to be doing the podcast with the genius, Jameson Black. What's up, man?
1: How's everybody going? Hopefully you guys had a great week. Hopefully week four turned out well for you and turning the page to week five. Some great games coming up this weekend. Hopefully you guys can pull out those W's.
0: Yeah, the season's been up and down, left and right, just like always. But uh, week five, here we come, right
1: around the corner. The quarter, we're at the
0: quarterway point. This
1: is where we see all the data coming out, so uh, we can start looking at this year's data. Don't have to look at last year's data to kind of figure out who's out there, who's uh, who's good, who's good against the run, who's getting against pass, who is better at running, better at passing. That data for 2019 is here now. We can start using that instead of
0: 2018's data that we've been using the first three, four games. Yeah, data analysis is a good thing in fantasy and football if you're coaching, right? Exactly. We love stats. Uh, So, hey, today's podcast, we're going to talk about a few things. Uh, Number one, DFS and season-long packages and our mastermind packages. Hey, listen, this is probably the best thing that you can spend your money on. Asking questions. like, get educated. I mean, essentially, this is what you got. You have a consultant with the genius in your back pocket for ten dollars a week, it's not. There's not even a commitment. Yeah. So if you have questions on anything, go to the site. Mastermind packages weekly. It's ten dollars a week, and you can't go wrong.
1: You can't go wrong, and, and, and plus, it's. Just, I mean, just, it's beneficial just to kind of go out like bounce ideas off each other. You have a question, we bounce it off. I mean, it, it's. It's a yes. Yeah, we talk about getting back to you within 24 hours. I think the people that have, have actually signed up and done this, they'll tell you that I get, I get back to you pretty quickly on that, and the conversation continue to stay for, uh, more and more. So um, the conversation continue to go on throughout the week. Uh, ideas, uh, roster constructions, trades, whatever it is that you have for fantasy football related, oh it's definitely going to be something that would be beneficial for you.
0: Yeah, and, and here's why. You know, like, you can listen to all these podcasts. You can, you can read articles and everything. But when it comes down to it, I mean, you have to make your decisions for your team. You have to do the DFS picks. So you have to go on Vandal. You have to go on DraftKings and figure those things out. And a lot of times, just having somebody in your back pocket... Um, in your ear, just bouncing things off of. I mean, you have to make that ultimate decision, follow your gut, but um, it's been, it does nothing uh, uh, that, uh, to a detriment. It's only beneficial. A coach is the only way that you're going to become your best. Um, and if you want to start a business doing fantasy football, if you want to uh, win some money, if you're going to do anything surrounding fantasy football, a, a coach is the best way to go. Am I right? Exactly. I mean, It's just ideas. I can give you my pointers. I can give you
1: ideas of what I'm looking at, the cash game plays, the GB plays, the starter sit questions. But at the end of the day, like Chris said, you have to make the decision. I can tell you why I like a player, why I like a trade. But at the end of the day, this is your team, you're running it. I can just give you ideas of what I want to do. That's exactly why we created this mastermind uh, package. It's something just have another fantasy football mind to talk to, where maybe maybe other league mates in your league don't have that you kind of can just bounce ideas off of and trying to get you the best trade, the best roster construction to bring home those trophies bring home those W's and continue to rolling had one guy sign up the other day talking about how he's been in, uh, been in the championship for three years hasn't been able to get over the hump hopefully this year we're going to get you over the hump we, we appreciate everybody to signed up for that and hopefully more and more of you out there can sign up for that like I said I think it's very very beneficial for you guys just to kind of take a look at Sign up for a week. See if you like it for a week. If you like it, continue on moving forward. If you don't like it, hey, there, there's no commitment. You can back out anytime you want. Um, buy, buy a week package. You like the week, maybe, maybe from then on you buy the year package. Whatever it is you want to do. Any questions, any comments you have, definitely hit us up on IG if you have a question on how Mastermind works. And if you have issues, a lot of people are, are having issues finding it. Chris can get back to you and, and, and let you know exactly where to go get to. I think what we're going to do is we're going to put a link on the actual Instagram page where you go to that and they take you directly to the mastermind. So if you have questions how to get there, whatever those questions are, let us know. I'm more than happy to answer those questions, but we just don't have enough uh, time in the day to answer these trade questions. I try to do as many as I possibly can, but at the same time, I also have to uh, uh, support the people that have paid for these packages I'll try to get the questions answered for you guys, but I can't guarantee that. But on Mastermind, guaranteed 100% of your questions are answered within 24 hours. But like I said, most likely I'm going to get back to you as long as it's not in the middle of the night or a uh, really busy time of the day, like like uh, kickoff, that kind of stuff. I'll get back to you within a couple hours most times. But within 24 hours, definitely 100% of your questions answered on the Mastermind chat.
0: Yeah, so go, on, go online, fantasyfootballgenius.com. Uh, just click on uh, uh, store. You'll find... Mastermind packages, weekly, season, and uh, monthly. monthly. No commitment on any of those. Just cancel within 30 days. Uh, Yeah. Next, we're going to be talking about the last night's game, Rams and Seahawks. Great game. Uh, Come on, Rams. They they had that in the bag. Seahawks are are good. Good, Awesome game to watch. I I remember texting
1: last night. We, We may have seen the pass and the catch of the year. Russell Wilson, so smooth on offense. The way he just runs that offense, seems like he gets better and better as the, as the years go along. That throw to Tyler Lock looked like he was throwing it away. Perfect spot, back of the end zone, got his feet down. Catch of the year, great pass, fantastic game. Rams are a good team, but the Seahawks, just bet, they're a really good home team. They're, they're a solid, solid unit. They play good defense. That, that, that trade for Jadavian J- 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 Clowney, solid trade for that defense but Russell Wilson can't you can't and, and and again going back to the whole Chris Carson thing I wasn't high on him coming into the season he had that fumbling issue going uh last couple of games but the dude fits this offense he's a monster in that offense um it doesn't look like he's going anywhere. Unfortunately, I have plenty of Penny shares. And if you have Penny, I think Penny is still a productive player. He's still a player you can, you can throw in as, as your flex. But doesn't look like Chris Carson is going anywhere like I originally thought coming into the year. I oh, that Penny would have a much more uh, of a bigger impact. I still think that he'll have an impact, but it's definitely not as big as I thought it was. Chris Carson showing me wrong as the starting running back for the Seattle uh, uh, Seahawks. Same thing with the uh, Tyler Lockett. I was very high on Tyler Lockett. He's starting to show that. DK Metcalf looks nice in that offense. As for the the Rams, yes, it was a couple of short, uh, uh, kind of like short touchdown runs for Todd Gurley, but he kind of looked like he was a little more involved. Passing game. I don't know what it is about Jared Goff. Is he, is he starting to turn into like a, uh, a Blake Bortles, the way he's like having to throw the ball over and over again? You would think this Rams defense would be able to contain teams, but the Rams are having to throw the ball. Obviously a better player than Blake Bortles. That's, that's not a, a fair comp, uh, comp, comp, uh, comparing for uh, uh, between him and Bortles. But g- going back to the whole Bortles, Bortles had to throw the ball. Wasn't very good at it, where Goff is better at throwing the ball. Obviously Goff is one of the better quarterbacks in the league. But it's something that, that I didn't think Goff would have to throw this much in the, the start of the year. Throwing the ball, if, if you have a piece of that passing game in Los Angeles, definitely love that you're seeing uh, Goff throw the ball much more. Cooper cup comeback player of the year in my opinion, uh, one, at least one of them you got to put Dalvin cook up there you got to put a, a, um, the the center for the uh, Dallas Cowboys Travis Frederick, Frederick with that uh, injury um, that uh, I think it was the disease that he had last year that mm. he sat out for a year but got to put Cooper cup up there fantastic uh, last night fantastic start the game. Brandon Cooks so we got to keep keeping a guy on him looks like he might have that concussion and anytime you get a concussion, you kind of. Re- have to go through the league's protocol, and it's not a guarantee you're going to play the next week. A lot of players this week going through that concussion protocol. Jarvis Landry, just a little side note, Jarvis Landry has been cleared to play on Monday night from the league. He has passed that concussion protocol. But there are – you can still kind of fall back if you have uh, those reoccurring issues happen later on. So got to keep an eye on Landry, but right now it does sound like he's going to happen. So that's going to be Brandon Cook this week. Got to pass that concussion protocol. But if we go back to Seattle – Will Disley, a guy that coming out of college looked like he was going to be a blocking tight end. Uh, he even had a, a rushing attack. You're telling me that a, a guy that was a blocking tight end in college now was getting carries in the NFL with that uh, kind of a fluke carry that he got. But it was still a running play and had a nice game. Told a few people to pick up Will Disley and they're getting back to me saying that there was a nice pickup for Disley. Yes, he's a, a nice player, but I don't think he's going to continue all season. But anytime you have Russell Wilson throwing the ball, it definitely can happen. But as for right now, Disley is a nice uh, streaming option for uh, season-long leagues.
0: Yeah, um, good game. Both teams look good. Rams just, the balls just not bouncing their way quite yet this year, like last year. They will. Yeah, and Seahawks, uh, man, they, they look they look tight. Todd Gurley really just needs to get the
1: ball. I mean. Yes, he's. They worry about the injury, but why he's not getting the ball more often is beyond me. The guy, he's he's frustrated. You can see he's frustrated. He wants the ball more often. There, um, Todd Gurley needs the ball more, and I think the Rams will hopefully uh, start to get him there.
0: Yep, definitely. Yeah. So um, both teams solid, looked great. Great game last night as a, as a fan and as a uh, a lover of the game. Just good calls, a lot of mistakes, but uh, hey, you couldn't ask for a better better punch out. Yeah. Um, next, we got game by game breakdowns with fantasy plays and predictions. Want to jump in? Let's, let's, let's jump right on into it. Okay, <clears throat> we have here Arizona at LA Chargers. Oh crap! No? Yeah. Oops. Uh, um, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I mean Arizona, Arizona Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah. <laughs> pie in the
1: face. Pie in the face. Uh, so Arizona Cincinnati, a, a battle of the Zero wins. Um, yes, the, the Cardinals do have a tie from that week one matchup. Um, I think this is a game we can see a lot of fantasy goodness in this game. I think we see a, a lot from Arizona. Obviously, Arizona is going to be putting, a, putting the ball in the air, running the ball. They're going to run a lot of plays like we've seen in the past, like we've seen the start of the year. David Johnson, Kyler Murray, Larry Fitzgerald, plenty of options there. Now that we have Christian Kirk out, I think a, a players like um, Keyshawn Johnson is, is, a, is a player we we'll definitely want to keep an eye on. Um, we also have a, uh, let me draw his name, drawing a kind of a blank, uh, uh, the rookie there in Arizona. I'm drawing a blank, Andy Isabella. Andy Isabella is a player that I definitely want to keep an eye on. He's a player coming into the season that was uh, high on the maybe taking over that number three role. Hasn't got the opportunity yet. I think this might be an opportunity that maybe we see a little more Andy Isabella. He's much more of a deep, deep GPP flyer for me, but plenty of options there on Arizona. As for Cincinnati, I think one of the better options is Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon is one of the players that I think is going to have a, a solid game this week. I think uh, Joe Mixon is a player that I think is one of the better plays. The volume he's going to get, I think he's going to get much more, um, more involved in the passing game. More uh, Obviously, he's on the ground a little more involved. But in the passing game, I think we're going to see more, more and more as the weeks move along for Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon is a player that I am very high on this week, especially as an Arizona's defense not very good on the uh, Arizona Arizona defense. That is not very good, and we know the Bengals defense is not very good. So I think both offenses for this game can kind of shoot out a little bit, and I think they might go a little overlooked with the other games throughout the week. We have the um, uh, the, the, the Green Bay Dallas game is a very popular game. We have the uh, uh, Tampa Bay New Orleans was a, might be a popular game. Atlanta Houston is going to be very popular. So a game like the Arizona Cincinnati game might go a little overlooked. I think there's plenty of fantasy goodness to go along with both teams. Give me the Bengals in a uh, kind of a a, a sneaky shootout, kind of a a nice shootout with both teams putting up plenty of points, plenty of yards, and plenty of plays on a Sunday
0: afternoon. Next up, Buffalo. They look pretty good against the Patriots. Buffalo, uh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. For, uh, for, for us
1: boys up here in northern Colorado, uh, Colorado area, Josh Allen from Wyoming looks nice, uh, except for the concussion, that the kind of a dirty hit by the Patriots last week, uh, kind of frustrating if you're a Josh Allen fan, but yeah, Josh Allen looks nice, Buffalo looks nice. Um, Tennessee, always a, a solid defense, always a, a, a decent defense. I think this game is much more of a defensive struggle kind of game. Like I like the old school, if, 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 going back to our childhood days, the, the uh, defensive games. We don't see many of those anymore. It's much more of a offensive, spread them out kind of shootouts anymore. I uh, don't see very many of those defensive struggles. I think we, that's what we're looking at here. Um, for me, for the Buffalo Bills, all, all, all goes to me on this. If, is Josh Allen going to be able to play? If he does play, he, every single week he steps on the football field, he's a GPP slate-breaking upside kind of play for me. Add him with John Brown, I think there's possibilities there. But if Josh Allen's not playing in this game, I don't like many options at all of this, of this team. I think Josh Allen makes this offense go just because what can do with his legs and his uh, and his arm. But if he can't go, I don't like much on this offense. Well, and, and really for, for, for overall, I really don't like a lot in this game. Anyways, I think like that. I think it's much more of a defensive game. Derek Henry, I think obviously you can play Derek Henry. I think he's going to be uh, he can play him in all formats. Uh, Buffalo, if they are going to be uh, bad at one or the other, it is against uh, the run. They kind of do struggle against the run uh, at times for Buffalo Bills. But for the most part. I think I'm going to be staying away from most parties on this game. And I like both defenses quite a bit in this, yeah. in this roster as well. Um, coming, coming from a coaching background, you know defense wins football games. This is going to be a game that's going to be won by their defense. Uh, give me the Tennessee Titans in a low-scoring game over the Buffalo Bills. Tennessee over Buffalo. Tennessee or Buffalo. I like Tennessee. And, and the only reason why it's this way is because I don't know what the health of Josh Allen is. If, if Allen can't go, it takes a lot, a lot away from that offense, takes a lot away from that team. And if Allen can't go, and he, even, if he, even if he can go, how healthy is he truly with that concussion suffering last year, last week? Um, Concussions are never anything to kind of uh, laugh about. So I, so I definitely think they're going to be taking their time, especially with a franchise quarterback. And, again, you have to kind of uh, trust the league to kind of pass that concussion protocol. They're not going to let you go back in the game. So it's going to be hard as it is. And so I, just, for, just for me, home, home, home team, not knowing about Josh Allen, give me Tennessee over Buffalo this week. Both solid teams. I think both teams do play good defense. That's what's going to be come down to it. I like Tennessee a little more on
0: defense than I do Buffalo on the road. Yeah, I like Tennessee as well. Um, next up, Chicago at Oakland from London.
1: <laughs> Across the pond, as they say. Um, I hate these London games. I hate these London games. These Mexico games, that, where they travel to a different stadium, they don't let the home team play in their home stadium. It, it, it kind of hurts their fans. As a Broncos fan, I you always want the bad things to happen to the Raiders. But it kind of this game kind of screws the Raiders just because they don't get a home team home game. Then again, do they really ever have a home field advantage because the Raider fans, the team's going to be moving to Vegas? But, but for me, I don't like the London games. I don't like the Mexico games. I like the teams to play in their own home home team. Their own in front of their own fans. Yes, it's great for the fans in the other uh, parts that, that, that don't get to see NFL players, but these players don't like the, the travel. They don't like to take that big distance. And again, you're taking a home game away from someone like the Raiders. I'm not a big fan of going it, but they have to play them. They have to go with them. And I think this is going to be a game. My buy low this week is Monty. Mr. David Montgomery started off this year with a horrible start to the year, but every week we're seeing these snap counts, the percentages go up. He's going in the right direction. This game, no Mitchell Trubisky. Defense is going to have to play well. They're traveling on the road across the pond. Raiders are not good football team. They're not good against the pass. They're not good against a run. To me, it just screams David Montgomery. Two weeks ago, it was Mike Evans. Blew up. Last week, it was Devontae Adams. Blew up. Yes, he got hurt, but it's not as bad as uh, once feared. But again, he was my buy low last week. This week, my buy low is David Montgomery. He is my poster child buy low if you can go out and get him get him I think he's a fantastic play this weekend and I think we start to see the Bears coaching staff finally pull their head out and realize that David Montgomery is the answer is the better player there nothing against Mike Davis but Montgomery is a better running back I'm not a big fan of Tariq Cohen love Montgomery and I think they finally realize what they have in Montgomery and Montgomery is a player that you can also use in the pass game as well but, again, it's a big deal without Mitchell Trubisky. If we're looking at other players, I think Chase Daniels can be a GPP play um, if you're looking for, like, a uh, playing many, many, many teams. He's not going to be on one of my teams. I, I usually play about four or five a week. He's not being on one of my teams, obviously. Um, I think you can go Allen Robinson you can go Trey Burton if you're playing plenty of teams I think Darren Waller is always in play no matter who the matchup is, he's just the offense there for the Oakland Raiders, and the guy's a physical beast, he's uh, showing that he is uh, he does deserve to be in this league and obviously, best defense in my opinion in the NFL, Chicago Bears I think they destroyed this Oakland Raiders offense not a big fan on many teams on the offense I think you have to start Josh Jacobs because the where you drafted him, you likely don't have a whole lot of options there at running back, and Tyrell, Tyrell Williams yeah, you can play him if you want to, but I'm just not sold on many, many parts outside of Darren Waller. Give me Bears. Give me all the Bears. Red ground game and the defense, especially for the Chicago. Duh, Bears. Duh, And give Bears. me the Bears in a big win over the uh, Raiders in London across the pond. Bears, definitely. Tampa Bay at New Orleans. I've gotten a lot of slack uh, weeks one and two about Tampa Bay and about me, how high I am on the Buccaneers passing game. Haven't heard a lot of that slack happening recently. Back-to-back big games from Jameis Winston and company. And again, I'm going back to the well. I think the Buccaneers are a team that are going to have to throw the ball. They're going to have to do it often. They're going to have to do it plenty. And they're going to have to do it uh, most of the game. And the Saints are not the, the, the defense that I really fear. Yes, they have a, a one good corner there. Yes, they have a decent defense. But if you're going to throw the ball as many times up as the Buccaneers are going to have to do to kind of stay in games, I love this passing game. I'm still going to like it. Jameis Winston, Mike Evans, uh, Chris Godwin. I even like a little O.J. Howard. I think he might be one of the players that uh, you see kind of get, get loose a little bit. I still think he has production this year. I think it might come this week. As for the Saints, I also said uh, when Drew Brees went down, this is a team that's not going to really feel the effects much. They have the team around them to kind of support a Brees uh, down for four, five, six games. If he's out for the year, it's a different story. But he's only going to miss a, um, six, maybe seven games, if that's. And I, and, I, and I thought they could kind of hang in the division. Obviously, we're seeing that the, the NFC South is not a great division. Carolina's down. Atlanta doesn't look very good. And we know the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are not a good team um, overall. I guess they have a, a passing game only because of volume. So the Saints weren't going to lose a whole lot. They're sitting at 3-1. They're sitting pretty in that division. I think you can go Teddy Bridgewater and uh, GVPs. If you're playing the single game slate, I still like Taysom Hill. They have a lot of packages for him. That double quarterback option that, that they like to do in New Orleans. Kamara, Michael Thomas. If Michael Thomas is available in your leagues, I definitely think he's a player that you want to definitely try to buy low on. Um, Likely not going to be able to buy low on him because he's a star player, but Michael Thomas is a fantastic player that I think the option for uh, uh, Michael Thomas is there. New Orleans defense, I think you can play the New Orleans defense because you're playing the Buccaneers. Yes, the Buccaneers are going to score points. They're going to throw the ball a lot, but they're also going to come with a lot of uh, turnovers as well. So I like the um, New Orleans Saints to get the win, but I do believe that we see a decent game out of Jameis Winston and company. So I think it's not just GPP for me for Winston and company. It's uh, all formats for Jameis Winston, Mike Evans, and Chris Godwin. If you have them, feel free to start them and start them with fairly good confidence. Give me the Saints over the Buccaneers in a
0: closer-than-expected game on Sunday afternoon. New Orleans. Next up, Minnesota, New York,
1: Giants. Uh, Giants, uh, new, the new era has happened. Uh, brand new quarterback, Daniel Jones, got all the boos at draft night. Now all of a sudden they have a uh, capable quarterback and all the fans love him. I wasn't a big fan of Daniel Jones coming into the league, uh, but watching him in preseason, watched him so far, the guy can play. The guy's athletic. The guy can maybe get it done. Yes, he may not be the best quarterback. may not going down as one of the better quarterbacks ever to play the game, but he's getting the job done. That's what you want to want out of your young quarterback. He's making Evan Ingram. He's making Sterling Shepard. And once Saquon Barkley does come back, he's going to make Barkley even better. If you can even make him better, you can make Barkley better. But Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram, uh, much better because of Daniel Jones. As for Minnesota, I think we see their passing game kind of get going with Kirk Cousins, Adam Thielen, and Stefan Diggs. Rumors about Stefan Diggs maybe getting dealt. Um, yeah, obviously, the Minnesota is coming out and saying it's not going to happen. But if, you, but he comes out and says that the rumors are true. I'm starting to wonder if Stefan Diggs to be there in uh, Minnesota. They're much more of a ground and pound team. Dalvin Cook looks great. I was uh, completely wrong on that. I still am not sold on him staying healthy for an entire season. But right now, he is one of, if not the best running back in football. And I take blame on that when I thought that he was a player that was not going to be able to be, be this good. I thought he had top five upside, but um, for me, it's all about health, and i I still kind of a little worrisome about the health. I think there is a chance that he may get hurt, and that's why I I definitely want to try to keep, if I can, um, Alexander Madison, because what we're seeing to Cook, obviously, he's not going to be as good as Cook, but Madison is still going to have production if he does get in there for Cook, but if Cook does stay healthy for an entire season, we're looking at the overall number one running back possibility in Minnesota, and I have no shares in any season-long league, which is kind of frustrating. But I do like him a lot in uh, different uh, DFS formats. Minnesota defense, I think, is a very uh, solid defense to start. The Giants are going to turn the ball over. They are going to give up sacks. They may score a few points. They may uh, give up a lot, a lot of yards for Minnesota. But I think they do get some turnovers. get some sacks that are going to go a long way as well. Give me Minnesota
0: in kind of a, a double-digit kind of double win over the Giants in New York. Minnesota over the hot Giants. Next, New York Jets with a J. The J. At Philly. Um,
1: the Jets are bad. Jets are a bad <laughs> football team. Um, yeah, they suck. Mono for uh, Sam Darnold. You take Darnold out of the offense, and they are a bad team. Le'Veon yeah. Bell and Le'Veon Bell's it. The thing that kind of interests me a little bit on the Jets is how bad Philadelphia can be against wide receiver ones. We've seen some monster games from those wide receiver ones. But can the quarterback get him the ball, get whoever the number one is? Is it Robbie Anderson? Is it Jamison Crowder? We don't know who the, really the number one option there in New York is. You can take a shot in GPPs on Anderson or Crowder just because of the possibility of that having blow-up game from a wide receiver one. But for me, I have no wills to play anybody on this team outside of Le- Le'Veon Bell. It's going to be Le'Veon Bell. It's going to be Bell every week moving forward. Chris Herndon's a guy that you definitely want, you want to keep an eye on. I mean, if he's available in your waiver wire, you want, might want to take a look at him. He's a tight end that I was high on in coming into the season. Now he's likely to be coming back. I do like uh, uh, long-term for the rest of the season, possibly Chris Herndon to kind of be a player that you kind of want to keep an eye on. But pretty much for me, it's Le'Veon Bale, and that's it. As for Philadelphia, Carson Wentz. Um, you can go uh, Alshon Jeffrey. Obviously, you can go um, Zach Ertz. Plenty options for the Philadelphia Eagles. If I'm picking a ground, one of the running backs there in Philadelphia, and obviously they go with the, the hot hand there in Philadelphia, I think it's Michael Miles Sanders. We've seen Jordan Howard during his time with the, the Chicago Bears. He has a big game, kind of uh, the no-show for the next few games after people are high on him. I'm not going to fall for the trap anymore. I know who Jordan Howard is. He can have those big games, but he also can have some duds. I think it's going to be Miles Sanders moving forward. The guy is just too talented not to get the ball more often in his offense. We saw what he did even when Jordan Howard went off last week. Miles Sanders deserves the ball more often. I think we start to see it. And I, I, I do like Sanders a little bit uh, moving forward. But I don't know if I can play him this week. But it is, it, it is the Jets. I mean, it's just this, the whole safety thing for Sanders for me. Uh, Long term, I do think Sanders is a player that we definitely want to keep an eye on. And I love the Philadelphia defense against the Jets. As we already talked about, they are a horrible team. Sorry if you're a fan, but they are bad. Uh, give me the Eagles in a route over the Jets on Sunday afternoon.
0: Eagles in a rout. Routes. I see that happening too. Next, Pittsburgh. I'm sorry, Baltimore at Pittsburgh. Big
1: time in years past, defensive struggle type of game. We've seen some great defensive outings by both teams when they have this uh, rivalry going. I think we're going to see a new rivalry. Um, Lamar Jackson is a man on a mission. The guy is uh, phenomenal. I think I I read somewhere the other day that he's he's on pace to uh, beat what Patrick Mahomes did last year. That just shows what kind of season he's having. Um, what he does with the, on, on the ground, including his arm, he's gotten better with his arm this year. Lamar Jackson, Mark Ingram, a nice combination there for Baltimore. And that's for Pittsburgh Steelers. In years past, we're used to seeing the Triple Bs, uh, ben, Big Ben. We're used to seeing Big Ben, Le'Veon Bell, and Antonio Brown. All three of them are not there this year with uh, Bell and Brown gone from the team and Big Ben injured. Now we have um, Mason Rudolph. Hasn't looked great outside of that first game. He looked decent, okay, but uh, outside of that, when he came in from for that game, he hasn't looked that great. Not on offense. Yes, they did have a nice game this last week, but um, I'm not really sold on this offense. James Conner looks all right, but I'm not really sold on him coming into the year. Jalen Samuels looks nice. I I think he's gonna get more and more looks, which is gonna take away from Conner. Juju Smith-Schuster just doesn't look right without Big Ben there. I do think this is a bounce back kind of get right game for Juju a little bit, just because of the cornerbacks that are hurting in Baltimore. But we're seeing that he has more of a connection with Deontay Johnson, and we know that James Washington is his old teammate for Mason Rudolph, so is that going to affect Juju Smith-Schuster. If you are a Juju owner, you really can't get value for him right now. You're just going to have to kind of just sit with him because you're not going to get what you should get out of him. Not really high on Pittsburgh, but I do have the Steelers winning this game just because it's a rivalry game. I think it's going to be much more of a high-scoring game than it is a uh, defensive game that we've seen in the years past. So give me the Steelers over the Baltimore Ravens in a fairly high-scoring game, especially for this type of uh, rivalry in years past.
0: Yep, definitely. Um, and I to Pittsburgh as well. Next, New England at Washington. The Patriots' schedule to start the
1: year is just stupid. I mean, the the best team in football has an easy path where they got the four and and if you look at the rest of their games for like the next uh, handful of games, it's crazy on on the the who they play. I don't see them losing very many games this year. The offense is on on a roll. The offense is rolling. The defense is playing probably one of if not the best defense in the league. People say the Bears and I think the Bears are the best defense in the league, but you can't take away what the Patriots do on defense. They can beat you on offense, they can beat you on the ground, they can beat you in the air, they can beat you on defense, special teams, coaching. Whatever way it is, the Patriots are the definition of solid, great teams. They've been that way since Tom Brady and Bill Belichick 's been there. I don't see it happening. It looks like Brady can continue playing for the next five, six years. Who's going to be the Patriots? I don't see anybody doing it, and it definitely isn't going to be the Redskins. I like the Patriots to win in a route. You can play pretty much anybody and everybody for the Patriots. A little worried on Sonny Michelle moving forward just because I think that, I mean, they're, they've been up in these games with a decent lead and he's still not getting the workload. What's going to happen when they have to throw the ball a little more? This is a game that kind of has me feeling like they're going to pass the ball a lot to get that lead. And we've seen in years past that Brady doesn't uh, let go and does not uh, let up on the breaks. So I think I, I, I think this is a big game for Brady and company. I like Brady and I love Josh Gordon this week. And if you've, heard, if you've been following on the stories, I think a, a, there's a very, very nice possibility that we see A.J. Green get dealt there. The Bengals are going to be a team that's going to be wanting to see what they have in their young talent. A.J. Green's uh, not going to be there, in my opinion, after the deadline. And uh, we've seeing a team like the Patriots... Come in and take big players, aka Antonio Brown. Obviously, not there anymore. So, we know that they like to take chances on players. And if with AJ Green, is a foot injury, he can come back from it anytime you can play with Tom Brady. That foot injury that you had in Cincinnati starts to feel a little better when you have Brady over Dalton throwing you the ball. Yeah. So, t- uh, for, for the future, keep an eye on AJ Green going there. But this week, play anybody you have on the Patriots, um, including in their defense. And as for the Redskins, you can take a shot on Terry McLaughlin, McLauren, but. We've seen the Patriots in years past. They take out their best player, and it looks like McLaurin, even though he's a rookie, is their better player. So I can see Bill Belichick taking McLaurin out of the offense there this week. You can also go with Chris uh, Thompson for GPPs. But it's Patriots, and Patriots pretty much it for me. Patriots in a big-time route, as usual, for the 2019 season over the Redskins.
0: Of course the Patriots are going to win that game. Redskins.
1: Redskins are bad. Dwayne Haskins... (laughs) Um, feel feel bad for him having to come in that last week against the Giants that bad situation. Um, what, what can you say about it? It's the Patriots. It's, it's frustrating to see the Patriots win over and over again, but I don't see it change anytime soon.
0: Um, next up, Jacksonville at Carolina. Two teams that was very high in coming into the season. Cam Newton
1: not there. kind of With him not there, kind of I think it's affecting DJ Moore more and more. Uh, get that a little bit. Uh, more and more. More and more for more. Uh, with him not in the lineup, it's kind of affecting DJ Moore. Curtis Samuels have, have more of a, uh, a connection with the uh, Kyle Allen. Allen looks pretty good. Last week he didn't look, look, didn't look great. But the week before that, I think he had four touchdowns. So he looked solid in that game. He looks like the, looks the deal, but is is, is he going to keep the job once Cam Newton can come back? Personally, I hope not because I want DJ Allen, i uh, DJ Moore, to finally get involved. And it seems like he's more involved when it's Cam Newton passing the ball. I still think Moore and Samuel are GPP options for me only. Uh, Greg Olson can play anywhere, and I think Christian McCaffrey. Obviously, you can play him in any format. Christian McCaffrey is Christian McCaffrey. The floor, the ceiling, they're super high on both DFS season long backyard, whatever way you want to play McCaffrey. McCaffrey is the way to go. As for the Jaguars, with the amount of volume that we're seeing Leonard Fournette get, he continues to be one of the better options, in my opinion, especially in PPR leagues, uh, Leonard Fournette. In the last week, he had that breakout game against my Broncos. Um, Leonard Fournette's the volume he's getting, he can continue playing him. I, I like the the, the the swag that we see out of Gardner Minshew. He may not be the best quarterback in the league, but the swag that he carries on the swag. field kind of shows. D.D. Westbrook, I think he can eventually get going. I think this might be a week that we see him get going. I do like him in GPPs. And I, I, I kind of like the Jags defense a tiny bit if they can get to the quarterback there in Carolina. But I do like Carolina in a tight game over the Jacksonville Jags this weekend.
0: Carolina over Jags. Agreed. I think we are agreeing on everything. So Atlanta at Houston. This is going to be a high-scoring game. Probably one of the most popular games if you're playing
1: DFS. Uh, you play pretty much anybody in this offense. Matt Ryan starting off, he usually starts off games struggling. I don't see that happening with Texans not having the, as, the best defense anymore. Um, obviously, Deshaun Watson, DeAndre uh, Hopkins, Julio Jones, Austin Hooper, anybody and everybody having a roster. But I, who, the, t- the two names I'm keeping an eye on this week as I fumble over my words The two names I'm keeping an eye on, Will Fuller. I think this is a breakout game for Will Fuller. We've been waiting for that Will Fuller game. I think it does come this week. I think we see a monster game from Will Fuller and the passing game there. I think you can, if you're playing a uh, GPP, I I, I absolutely love the Watson, Fuller, and Hopkins stack. And if you want to avoid Hopkins and kind of go a little um, out of the ordinary, maybe just go with a Watson and and, uh, Fuller stack and run it back with a Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones or a Julio Jones and Austin Hooper. Don't hate that as well. As for the Falcons, I think my favorite uh, combo this week is going to be Matt Ryan to Julio Jones. I think the they're going to funnel targets to Julio Jones, and the Texans don't have the defense to cover a guy like Julio Jones. I see a monster game coming from Matt Ryan and Julio Jones. I think we also can see Calvin Ridley kind of get going, but he's much more of a GPP option for me just because he's not very... Um, uh, safe as, as, as it comes to fantasy right now. A lot of that has to do with play as well. We're seeing Matt Ryan start games slow and then coming out strong and he's kind of funneling out targets to Julio Jones but why wouldn't you want to do that when you have the best, one of the best wide receivers in football. Give me the Houston Texans over the Falcons in a fantastic shootout and game if you're watching the early games on Sunday afternoon or Sunday morning afternoon, whatever it is for you. Next up, we have Green Bay at Dallas. Battle of two three and 3-1 teams. I think this is going to be a, another fantastic game. We're going to see It's obviously not going to be as high scoring as the other one, but I think the Packers and Cowboys can put on a show for the fans. I like a lot of parties in this game. Aaron Rodgers, Dak Prescott, Aaron Jan, Aaron Jones, Ezekiel Elliott, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Geronimo Allison, Amari Cooper, Jimmy Graham. The list goes on and on. You can play pretty much anybody in the offense. For me, I think it's much more of an Ezekiel Elliott show than it is the passing game for the Cowboys. And with Devonta Adams, he's been ruled out as we're doing this podcast. It's officially been ruled out for this game. That's going to make Geronimo Allison uh, very popular for me. I think Allison's going to be a player that's going to step up for him. Obviously, MBS is going to be a player that's going to be very popular as well. But I absolutely love Allison in this matchup. The best corner there for Dallas is likely going to take Scantling. That's going to put Allison on the uh, lesser corner. And I like the, the target wide receiver too, So against the Cowboys. And I like Allison this week uh, with the news that Adams is not going to play that's also going to open up things for jimmy graham as well uh, the old man's going to be able to get more targets now that there's going to be the top option the guy that trust aaron Rodgers trusts most is out of the lineup young receivers are going to be a veteran uh, impact, impact i think we also can see a decent game out of aaron jones as well both rushing and uh, on uh, in the through the air uh, out of the backfield as well jason witten old man witten come out of retirement i think he's uh, viable as well give me the cowboys over the packers Sunday afternoon in a very tight, maybe even a last second field goal type of game. Maybe Ezekiel Elliott runs them down the field to get in field position to win the game on a last second field goal for the
0: Cowboys. Cowboys over Packers, you think? That's what I got. Do we, do we, have, our, do we have our first different? Um, no, I actually think Dallas that, would win that game. It'd be a tough game. For me,
1: it's things. home. If, if, if it feels vice versa right. and it was Green Bay at home, I think I'd go Green Bay. For me, it's that. Uh, Vegas gives you three points um, when you're a home team I think that's what, pretty much what it is, is a three point game and I think if it's Green Bay at
0: home Green Bay if it's Dallas at home Dallas that's a home team for me in my opinion yeah. alright next up uh, Denver at LA Chargers could yes. it be week, game one win? I don't think so uh, Broncos are in unfortunately it looks like they're in
1: rebuilding mode they don't look horrible, which is kind of frustrating as a fan. They don't look horrible. Their defense is not doing what you thought they would do. They're putting Von Miller in. Uh, I'm, we, we can go into it more in detail, but I'm not going to. Um, but for me, I think they're going to get a lot more. Uh, the, young, the youngsters in this offense, I think, are going to get more and more involved as it goes on. I think we may see some trades happen. Emmanuel Sanders, we may see leave. If that happens, I think we start to see uh, Cortland Sutton start to take over that number one role for the wide receivers in, uh, in, uh, in Denver. Uh, Royce Freeman, Philip Lindsay, I think they're both going to get more and more looks. To, obviously, they're young. Uh, they're the future of the team as well. But for some reason, I think this is a Noah Fant game. I think the um, the Chargers are not very good at covering tight ends, just like the Broncos aren't very good at tight covering tight ends. We've seen those tight ends kind of go off on the Broncos. I think Fant's going to have a good game. I, I think he has, with the number of routes he's running um, when he's on the field, there's, he just has that uh, slate-breaking ability, especially in GPPs. I don't know if I trust him in season-long but in GPPs, I definitely think I'm going to have a couple shares of him because I think he has that slate-breaking ability. I think this is the week that we maybe see not one but two touchdowns for the old Fant, the youngster um, there that they kind of passed up on that linebacker, which a lot of people here in Denver are frustrated that they passed up on him. Um, kind of No matter what Fant does, I think it's going to be a, a loss for, for that just because of what they needed at the help at. But Fant, all the talent in the world, I think he's going to have a solid game this week. Obviously, you can play Phillip Rivers. You can play Joe Flacco. I, I prefer both of them more in GPPs. I don't like them uh, anywhere else, but GPPs, I think they're fine. Uh, Kian Allen's Allen like, is possibly the, the last standing body of wide receivers. Usually uh, offenses like to target, uh, go against Chris Harris, but I don't think they can because of Allen, this is kind of like the only player left that's wide receivers. And obviously, we're going to see Melvin Gordon back, so I'm gonna, I want to see what kind of role that's going to leave Austin Eckler. Eckler was a fantastic fill-in for Melvin Gordon. But I think that uh, there's going to be much more of a 50-50 split. So I think Melvin Gordon is much more of an RB2 in my book right now, where Eckler's more of a flex play. And I think you can still play defense, both defenses if you're, if you're desperate. The Broncos do always play well against the Chargers on the road in this game. So I think the Broncos' defense can kind of maybe get you a few sacks, maybe a turnover or two. So I think both defenses are viable if you need the help. But give me the Chargers as much as it hurts me to
0: say over the Broncos this week. Chargers over the Broncos, for sure. Come on, Denver. Frustrating. Bomber. Frustrating. Next, next, next Frustrating. Indy at K-City.
1: Sunday night game is going to be a fun game. Coming into the season, uh, with Andrew Luck as the quarterback, I was very high on the Colts to be Super Bowl contenders. But that is not the case. Um, when, when we heard about Andrew Luck uh, with the sudden retirement, whew, um, I, I don't really know what to take of the Chiefs. The Chiefs are a video game offense. They are just unbelievable, fun to watch. As much as it pains me to say that, the Chiefs are a fantastic offense to watch. I mean, they're just what Patrick Mahomes does on the field. doesn't matter who's on the field with him. He gets teams. He gets players ready. You can go pretty much anybody, not all players. Hardman, Watkins, Robinson, uh, Travis Kelsey. Any of the running backs, no matter who it is, uh, Mahomes are going to get them going. As for the Colts, I I like the Colts as well. I like Brissette. If Marlon Mack plays, I like Mack. If he doesn't play, I like Wilkins. But I think I like Naheem Hines a little more if Mack can't go just because he's more involved in the pass game. And we we think that, and we should think, that the Colts are going to get down uh, early and often in this game. I like both tight ends for the, for the, uh, the Colts as well. I think I lean towards Doyle just because of his connection with Brissette. Um, if T.Y. Hilton, it sounds like he is going to play. If he is going to play, I definitely think Hilton is, is a play as well. He's the player that I think they need uh, if, they're going to have to, if they're going to be able to contend with the Chiefs. They definitely need T.Y. Hilton to step up. And I think Paris Campbell is a player that I've been talking about quite a bit. Um, this is a game that I think we can maybe see him kind of have a decent game and kind of maybe look like he can maybe take over that number two role with Devin Funchess not in the lineup. But give me the Chiefs in a fairly high-scoring game, and I think the Colts do kind of keep it close as well for a while before Mahomes kind of uh, wins it late on, kind of to kind of makes them run away late in the game. But I think the Colts are going to hang for a little while. But give me the Chiefs in a
0: high-scoring game on Sunday night. KC money. Next up, Cleveland at San Fran, and that's Monday. Night.
1: Monday night game. Last game, to close out the Week 5 slate, 49ers are an impressive 3-0. I did not see that coming um, personally. Browns, I thought, were going to be better than they are. Right now they're kind of a struggling team trying to figure out what kind of identity they have. I think they're finally realizing they have to get the ball to Nick Chubb. Um, We're talking about players in this game. um, We're looking at Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb, Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry. Sounds like he's going to play. And uh, those are players that I'm looking at there. As for the 49ers, Garoppolo. All the 49ers running backs, I think, are GPP options. We don't really know who's going to be the top dog there. They do kind of use a committee approach with the running backs for the 49ers. Marcus Goodwin and Devo Samuel are both GPP options. And George Kittle, if you're going to buy low on George Kittle, you better do it now because he's going to have a monster game on Monday night, and his stock is going to go through the roof. So if there's anybody in your league that has Kittle and kind of feeling like he hasn't had the Kittle type of year, this is a time to kind of buy low if you can. Kittle is going to explode this weekend. And we know Odell Beckham loves to play in the primetime slot. We know that he loves to kind of uh, have all eyes on him. This could be a Beckham and Kittle show. I love both players this week. And if you're playing the single-game slate, early on I like uh, Beckham as my MVP or captain spot. I just think that he's gonna, just going to go off on Monday night. We know he likes to play on these primetime games. But Kittle's another player that, that I'm high on. And obviously I think Chubb as well. Chubb is a good player that uh, the Browns are... Wanting to get more and more involved. Give me the 49ers to keep up their undefeated mark and hang with the Chiefs and the Patriots. And they go to 4-0 with a very tight two-point win. I'll even give it a two-point win. The 49ers win on a last-second field goal over the Browns on Monday night.
0: Two-point win, Monday night. Well, there's the week.
1: There's the week. There's the week Fifteen. Right. Fantasy plays, predictions, all there, there it is. Hopefully, you guys uh, will help you get your uh, minds going in the right direction. And as we, as we talked about earlier, definitely take a look at our Mastermind chat. I think it's something that's definitely going to keep you guys uh, going in the right direction. If you started off 0-4, maybe you started off 1-3, and 3, let's get you back in the right right way. Let's get you back in the winning mode. Maybe you need to make a trade. Maybe you need to make a roster move. That's what Mastermind chat is all about. Check it out. Weekly, monthly, full season packages available.
0: Yep. Here we go, week five, crush your league, dominate your league. If you don't already uh, follow us, go ahead and give us a follow on Twitter, IG, Facebook. Uh, go ahead and check out the website and sign up for that email list. We're always sending out uh, uh, just uh, sales, updates, et cetera, et cetera, for you guys to, to give you all the tools you need to crush your league. Twitter is FansportsGenius, uh, IG is FantasyFootballGenius, and Facebook is Fantasy sports genius it's not too late to become part of the genius mob and sign up for our DFS and season-long packages check us out at fantasyfootballgenius.com along with becoming a member of our Facebook community 2019 has been a great year to start but if you haven't started out strong check into our mastermind chat great communication going on back and forth there Uh, for those that have signed up questions on trades lineup construction or maybe just bouncing ideas off one another is what this is all about weekly monthly and full season packages available Thanks for the listen. Dominate your leagues and get those dubs. Go. Have a good day.